1: So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot
3: F-M to get started. Check. One, two, three, check, check, door, bumper, clear. Episode 201. 201. All right, Brett Griffin, talk for me, please. I get a lot of uh, joy out of blocking people on Twitter. Cool. Good to see you're still doing that. Okay, TJ Majors, say something. Data data does not lie. Starting with that already this year. Great. Okay, Freddie Craft. What up? Your turn. If you say something about Danny. Whatever Danny does is great. Oh, boy. So glad to have new mama, Casey Boatback, to keep y'all in line. Give me a test, please.
4: All I want is Papa John's, Wendy's, and Girl Scout
3: 50s. (laughs) (laughs) I guess some things never change. All right, we ready? No.
2: Nobody's listening, but but
1: I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear. Hey, everybody. (laughs) I am TJ Majors, and welcome to the uh, first episode of door bumper clear for the 2021 full house including a long time uh absentee
4: <laughs> okay not my fault guys I didn't but say it was hi. Your fault. welcome back to the studio everyone you
2: are, you're welcome back i know yeah, so well. we've been here
4: <laughs> i almost got lost getting over here it looks a little <laughs> bit different these days
2: between pandemic and pregnant yes. major races
4: it has been it has been a 2020 it's
2: been a long time what's your name
4: Oh. Hey guys, I'm Casey Boat. As you can see, it's been a while. <laughs> she's,
2: she's, she's Rusty Brett Griffin, uh, former spotter for a bunch of retired guys. Don't Ellie, give me that. You Brett, can't Brett, Brett say that. Elliot Sadler.
0: No. no Brett no. read a bunch of people right in retirement. Je- Jeff Burton. He go. <laughs> what is this for? If <laughs> you're Clint a former, Boyer, he if gone. you're
1: a former retired spotter, why were you in the spotter <laughs> meeting? I'm a part-time spotter now, TJ. That doesn't (laughs) count. A
2: former full-time spotter. Let's put it that way.
1: I'm so bored. I'm scrolling through it. Brett Griffin's in here.
0: (laughs) So we had a spotter's meeting this morning at 9 o'clock, and uh, Freddie, you almost forgot it. I almost did. Thank God you tweeted, because it's like 8.30, and I'm scrolling through Twitter, and Brett's like, here's my day plan. Oh, wait, I forgot there's a spotter meeting. I'm like, well, I'm glad you tweeted that, because I also forgot that there was a spotter meeting this morning. What is your day plan? I he had a day plan, not me. I didn't have a day plan. <laughs> My day plan was nine o'clock spotter meeting, eleven nah, thirty podcast, yeah, back wait. to sleep. No, <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> this whole episode was already supposed to be recorded, but Freddie's plan has yes. meetings and stuff involved i got in a, it.
0: i do have a meet i had a meeting yeah. yesterday so I, I was supposed to, to
4: ocala and freddie had to screw it
3: up
0: freddie's got a branding meeting for his upcoming logos chad and called and me like, and he's like is there any way you can move the podcast to thursday so casey can't come to ocala and i was like i could do everything uh, i can yeah. yeah. i can ma- try to make I believe that it.
4: i believe it these days <laughs> uh, she
0: wasn't on the group <laughs> deck, okay. so it was all right
4: jason's gonna kill me uh who are you
0: who am I? Yeah. Uh, I'm still Freddie Kraft. <laughs> I'm still spotting for Bubba Wallace. Denny's New, still great. Denny's still great. Uh, because I think there's an out clause in my contract at the end of every year. So I have to make sure I I I grease that wheel. Uh, but yeah, so uh spotter for Bubba Wallace this year, spotter for Jeb Burton, except for this week. Some guy wants to fill in for a couple weeks. So I'm gonna I gotta knock the rust off, man. <laughs> uh so I'm gonna spot for Jeb Burton on the non-plate races, and we got a plan for or some other stuff there, and then uh, I'll do Derrick Crafts and Trucks again this year. So busy, busy, busy season. I think I'll get on that Denny train this
2: year too, man. Yeah, Denny's great. It's,
0: it's a it's a good. Deal. I think
2: Denny's great too.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I think that's a, I, I think y'all find out tonight why why I think that. But yeah, I think Denny's
3: great.
4: <laughs> oh, I think I know now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are you?
3: I'm Jason. I'm the producer of this show. I'm in charge. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, TJ. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, so how are y'all's off seasons?
3: I want to let Jason know there's still a bunch of DMs
1: in my box with resumes wanting to take over the show from when we put that out there at one point <laughs> last year.
0: So, boss,
3: I'm still here. He's off still, he's <clears> still <throat> oh, here. What, what
0: off season? I, I didn't feel qu- like it's been forever. I didn't quit racing until like the middle of January. <laughs> You're so.
3: an
1: idiot for that. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> you are an idiot for that. Freddie, you go get a beer. No, I'm
2: in at the Turkey Derby. Freddie, you don't get a beer. No, I'm at Snowball Derby. Freddie. Yeah. Freddie, I don't even. F- you. You yeah. want to get yeah. a beer? No, I got COVID. No, no, I got wait, COVID.
0: Wait. no,
1: I'm at the snowflake. No, I'm at the snowball. No, I'm at so, somewhere So else. we
2: redid the studio. TJ and I used to sit beside each other because obviously we're the longtime guys here. We've been here the for every show. We've been here the longest. So Freddie is now wedged in between us because he's immune to COVID because he's already had it.
0: <laughs> Somehow I got through the snowball without COVID, which was the most ridiculous event in the history of sports. Got through everything and then just I guess, I don't know, it must be my trip to Key West maybe or something, I came home and got COVID, which is the, the craziest we, thing the, ever.
2: Yeah, this is the weird thing, though. Freddie gets COVID, and Freddie's wife doesn't get it, Megan. Freddie's brother doesn't get it, John, who lives with him, who's on the best deal ever. And <laughs> 10 relatives came down for Christmas, and they all quarantined together thinking that, hey, we all stay together, we'll be fine. Well, the whole time Freddie had COVID, didn't know it. They all go home, and none of them
0: got it. I got. I literally test – I really, the day they, they were there for five days – I cooked every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like for twelve people at my house. There was more there for Christmas Day. Megan, some of Megan's family was there, and cooked all Christmas Day, and the day after they all left, which was like the Sunday after Christmas. Monday morning, I woke up, no taste, no smell, and I was like, "Oh, shit. like I've got COVID." So I called Megan right away. I'm like, "Go home right now. You got to come home because I've got COVID." And then I freaked out because my dad is like the poster boy for underlying conditions. My grandmother's ninety. And uh I was like, Oh God, I'm gonna I've killed them all. And then I <laughs> <Jeez>. they,
3: like <laughs> I was like I was like, Oh my god, I don't
0: know what to do. Like I was scared to death and luckily they all went and got tested, all negative. So twelve people, I'm the only one That's lucky crazy, enough to get COVID. Man, crazy. Yeah. And so, other people go and you 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 walk by a person ten feet away and they get it. Yeah, it's I don't I don't I don't understand. I mean like Megan and John really are the ones that trip me out because like when I quarantined for two weeks, Megan had to come home for work, so she worked from home for two weeks. My brother's there all the time, so they were with me not stop He's time. literally there all the time. I
4: feel <laughs> so sorry for Megan. Like, oh, I mean, my God. Did she leave after? Like, I need to? I need to break. She's like,
0: ready for me to go racing. I could promise you that much.
4: I wouldn't doubt it. Well, I need to retire at 30. Well, it'll be 31. I need to retire. You're at, 31
0: already? I will not sh- No wow. wonder you're losing Holy your
1: hair. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> okay. You're going to look like me next week. <laughs>
4: it's called postpartum <laughs> hair
2: loss.
1: It is? Yeah. That's Damn. what's happened to Britt. That's what happened to me. <laughs> I just didn't give birth. We finally like figured 18. it out. Jeez, you're almost like to the cougar territory. Okay.
3: Oh. When you
4: when you uh, tweeted at Hannah about being 30, I was like, I wanted to respond. Like, is that seriously? Old? Like, what is wrong with that? It's
0: old. It's that only because I, I really old. thought Hannah was younger than she is. I thought she was like 25, 22, but she's, I guess, 24, maybe. But yeah. Happy 30th birthday to Hannah. I thought she Hannah. was 30 after you said she was 30. <laughs> you don't think. <laughs> I was wondering if you saw my. T- I was like, "There's a good chance he never even saw my tweet and is just thinking the same thing I did." Jeez. Well, happy birthday, happy thirtieth yeah. birthday to Hannah Newhouse. And- so
2: TJ, in his off season, everybody has has become the day trader.
1: No, that just started <laughs> a few weeks ago. I don't know why. I don't know why either. What happened? Were you just rolling a bunch of money? No, I just, first uh, first contract bonus. No, in. I just looked started looking at it, and I've always kind of wanted. I actually I bought a couple stocks a few years ago. And I bought them at like forty dollars, and they're at ninety something now. So I'm like, why don't I do this more? You know, like, what else are you doing? I'm you, like babysitting. Other than you know sitting oh, there yeah. babysitting. Oh yeah, we need
4: to resurface that conversation. <clears throat> in a no,
1: we don't. Bit. It's babysitting.
4: No, I think I I I changed my answer. <laughs> Thank so you. So keep going.
1: It's babysitting.
4: No. Thank you,
2: Casey. No. Welcome to Team Smart Guy.
4: No, the sad thing is that I couldn't remember how I responded originally, so I had to listen to the episodes because I I honestly couldn't remember again, mom brain. Um, I take back, babysitting, not no 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 parenting, way different, <laughs> yep. way different. Thank I actually you. I actually might have Chad re-listen to that episode too because um, when he says, "Oh, I can help you," it, it's your child too, like your child. You're not helping me, like oh, your job.
1: Poor.
4: So poor yeah. Chad. Yep.
1: I'm Take still rolling with babysitting.
4: Take it back. That's because you're a guy.
1: Yeah, but I was it's took not because care He's a guy. I know. I took care of my kid. When Malin was born, I was in and, and my wife went back to work. It was me and her from like three months in. That was just one of the scariest days of my life. When she left the door to go to work that day and I said, there, I'm like, Okay, what do I do now? Like it was game on from that point, but you know, it, you you get used to it and next thing you know, we're going to So is to this Lowe's. your last
2: year spotting full time cup now that you're day trading? Well, I
1: haven't. I mean, no, <laughs> I'm not nearly good enough, Because everything I buy seems to still go down.
2: <laughs> Except I got this hot tip, man. I mean, total insider trading deal. Uh, obviously, I'm lying. He's going to jail. Phone uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. It's like, man, we got to get on board with this stock. And I'm like, all right, what is it? So they like, it's it's a medical company. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm in. What, what what's going on? Why are we in on this? They got this new estrogen thing coming out that's going to make women you know, be able to handle this certain is not, situations this is not go well, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like mm-hmm. hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm all about science. Let's get in. So I, I buy $5,000 worth of this stuff. Oh, that's a big jump. And I'm like, man, let's go. Dude, my $5,000 turned into like 200 it, The yeah. company like essentially went to be a penny stock. Well, so that's when obviously. I was like, you know what? There's a reason I have people that do this for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, And I don't do this, I'm out. There's a reason why I won't put
1: that much in it's it. It's probably I'm, a good idea. Yeah, there's no way. Oh, I have bought, I have bought a few things like, you know, like $3 stocks that go to $4 or $5 and stuff, which is a pretty big jump. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of fun. I like messing around with that stuff. I don't have like any Tesla or Amazon stock. You you don't want to mess with penny stocks? Penny stocks are not my
0: thing. They look attractive (laughs) because they look affordable. You get a lot of sh- you get like a million shares for a awesome. dollar.
4: I picture you guys on. I picture you stockholder. Like, how many um, you get? Like a
0: million shares. Oh, on how the Wolf, Wolf worth? of Wall Street, like, $7. I see
4: that being you guys. Wolf I of Wall can Street.
0: see us being the people from Wolf of Wall yeah, Street. I can't, exactly I can't see. Us. It. I can't see us being the traders on Wolf of Wall. Yeah, Street. I don't know if we fit
1: into that. Well, I know <laughs> some of them. Some of them deals when he's like trying to get the guy to buy. He's got other people. You remember that? That's a good movie. <laughs> I could see us. I could see trying us. to con some people into some stuff. Yeah, like that guy that con bread into buying some shares. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm telling you, I was all I was like, man, this is awesome. I'm yeah.
2: getting rich right yeah, here.
1: Yeah, I'm thirty grand profit
2: here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy five grand. I'm gonna retire two weeks, and it yeah. didn't work. That Speaking
0: way. of getting rich, that's a nice
2: shirt you got. Thanks. I yeah. got uh, our friend Mike. Uh, his 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 at on Twitter is catch twenty two moe. He sent um, me this, and he was like, fan, "You huh? gotta, you gotta wear this." Describe <laughs> <was laughs> like, it. All right, so here we are with our Air Freddie unveil. Are you trying
4: to sell it for a profit? I mean,
2: look, we have the best fans in NASCAR. There's no doubt because they far. send us tons of booze, which we drink it. They send us T-shirts. I'll wear it. If, I think we should start a new deal. Just send me a T-shirt every week and I'll wear it on the show. To, I don't care what it says. To the fan
4: who sent me uh, blankets for Chloe, thank you. I, I haven't been in the studio in like six months, but they're here still. I'm taking it home. Thank Our you. fans are so sweet. They are the best.
1: Yeah, we do have a lot of good listeners.
4: The people who sent me Papa John's when I was pregnant, thank you.
1: It's amazing how just great
0: they are. You yes. Know? They're people still, sent it, you almost, Papa John's while you were pregnant?
4: They did. And like, wow. you know what's really sad? Like pizza is or gift uh, No, actual like, Having it deliver that lunch, it was great.
1: It's nice. Yeah, uh, a friend of
2: mine uh, who follows the show, he actually sent me a message on Instagram, and he's like, "Man, I, I Bodie's a huge baseball player. I want to send him his first wooden bat." So he sent me an old hickory bat, wooden bat, and it's freaking gamecock colors yeah. with Bodie's name on it. Like it's it's his badass. bat. So yeah. Anyway, we're glad y'all are still listening. Uh, the millions of
0: y'all that are out there. Worldwide. Millions. and Yeah, worldwide. I saw a guy this morning from the Hannah uh, birthday tweet said, you know, happy birthday, Hannah, from all your fan- DBC fans in Australia. So we got
2: international it. DBCers. I think I would go to Australia. I know TJ's been.
1: Oh,
0: it's oh, I yeah. would. I would I, definitely
1: go. I'd go back. I've never flown across
2: Let's water like that. Let's do a show like from
1: Australia. <laughs> it's New a Zealand. Long. I to New I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you better download like seven movies to watch because <laughs> it's a long time to get there. You got to break it up. You gotta got to go like 10 hours to Hawaii and then got 10 vodka. hours to Australia.
4: I mean, I would stop in Hawaii for it's a few 20 hours and... for real. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't do that. you, you need <laughs> yeah. a lot of vodka. You got to break it up. If you go 10 to Hawaii and then stay the night and then get up and go the next day, it's so weird. You're so, like, your body clock is so messed up when you get there. And by the time you get home, like, the best that Casey Kane told me because he had been over there a bunch for sprint car stuff. He said, when you come home, don't sleep the first night. And just go to bed the normal time the next day, and you'll be back on schedule. So it was... That's insane. Yeah, it's like you're flying into the future when you go there. When you fly back, it's like, you you almost, it's just weird The I don't know, when you call somebody here on the phone, it's like lunchtime, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm drunk, you know, like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess we're here
2: to to preview 2021. Is that what we're doing today?
3: We are,
2: but
4: hey, first, I hear you have some great news to share.
2: Great news, DBC fans. The best presenting sponsor of the world's greatest podcast is back. OfferPad makes the show possible, and we're so glad to have them on board for yet
0: another solid season. Whether you're buying or selling a home, OfferPad wants to make things easier.
1: OfferPad removes many of the common pain points associated with a traditional experience, helping you move
2: freely. OfferPad's approach to business is centered around you. OfferPad provides a personal, hands-on approach to buying and selling homes, even making the process Fun and easy.
0: Offerpad is shaking up the real estate industry and delivering an exceptional customer experience for the on demand customer.
1: You can start by logging on to Offerpad.com. If you're selling your home, select the sell option and request your offer by filling out the five minute form about your home.
2: If you're looking to buy a home, select the buy tab and explore the homes available in the market
0: where you're looking to move. Man, it doesn't get any easier than that. You'll get a cash offer within 24 hours and be on your way to a new home. So go to Offerpad.com today. And when asked
1: where you heard about Offerpad, select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Uh, I'm sure glad that Bubba's getting on this bandwagon now. Does uh, I saw an interview with Bubba with Pacris. Did you see it? No. You didn't listen to I it? I mean, I
0: listened to one part of it, I think. Oh, it's so good. Oh, data?
1: Oh, yeah. But have there been things that they've asked you to do that you haven't done before, and had it been... Eye-opening at all? I wouldn't say eye-opening. There's just more things to. He look wants at to sell certain. t-shirts, we, doesn't uh, he? He uh, wants data a t-shirts.
0: From me, with a lot more to digest on it. Um, oh, some oh, data! Oh. from time commitments and just being.
1: <laughs> Thanks for getting you're on screwed, board, Bubba.
0: I, I've got my own uh, login now to SMT, so I'm when, when whenever <laughs> the, the next time Joey runs through the back of us, we can have c- competing data. Yeah, you can look at the same stuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> some things haven't changed. Ever will. All right, spot on, spot off. First topic, Bubba Wallace sets goal at two wins for the new team at 2311 Racing. Spot on, spot off, Freddie.
0: Well, why not? I mean, <laughs> Freddie said uh, six. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, why stop at two? You know, I, I, a lot of people, I think that was kind of eye-opening to, them, to him to say that. And I think the, the biggest thing is there's a big difference between goals and uh, expectations. Um, Obviously, you aim high. You set the bar high for your goals because you don't want to easily achieve your goal. If we go, you know, if he says I want to have five top fives, your goal shouldn't aren't goals and expectations. No, no, pretty much the same I thing. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't say so. I think your goal is to do this, but you expect to. You know, I think if you ask me what our goal is, my goal would be to win a race this year. What I expect, I expect to run. Better this year, I and hope to contend to uh, for a playoff spot. I, my goal isn't to get a playoff spot because I think we can obtain that. I want to set my goals as high as I can to hope that I, you know, in my opinion, you always set your goals higher than what you can obtain because you always want to be chasing something. You know, if you if we say we want five top fives this year, and then we go the first five races to get five top fives, what are we what are we striving for after that?
2: I'm a, I'm spot on if it's to win two races at Daytona to start with. Uh, I, uh, look, man, this is, this isn't as easy as everybody thinks. And, and I say that this is a brand new race team. And, and I was here when Red Bull came in and their budget was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it was one of the biggest budgets in the garage. They missed a ton of races. They didn't contend to win anything. They struggled to run, honestly, top 15. So I think that, that we've got to get, we've got to be patient with this team. I do think the resources are there. Obviously strong ownership, obviously a strong manufacturer. Bubba's hungry, which is a good thing. He's got the opportunity of a lifetime, and in my opinion, he's got 18 months to get it done, and I think he probably knows that without anybody telling him. I think they contend tend to win more than two races. I mean, Bubba showed a lot of promise at plate races. He showed a lot of promise at places like Martinsville. Um, I think Toyota puts him a little bit better than what he was at some of the places where he didn't show a lot of promise. I don't know if he'll win two races, but he better contend to win two races.
4: TJ?
1: Um, I don't know if we've ever seen a new team – Come out and win races their first year. Have we? Has anyone ever done that? Hendrick,
2: 1984, somebody did it, and then Spire Motorsports essentially did it with Justin Haley. But that
1: was a rain shortened. That wasn't a, honestly still that. counts a not, But that wasn't a performance win. Like dominated all day. That was a stay out. It might rain. I, I get it, it. Still counts. You're right. But that's not the way you want your. That's not the way you're expecting to get your wins. You know what I mean? You're expecting to be competitive and be racing up with in, in the top group, in the top tier. So I think, um, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be really hard to come out and get two wins the first year. But with this package, everything, I mean, it's, with the resources they should have, um, Denny Denny doesn't really know how to do things 150%. I mean, he's got a race car in his living room. He's got a, Denny goes all out when he does stuff and he's got the right They've obviously got a lot of backing, a lot of great partners and stuff that they're bringing in. Uh, so I think this is a very well – this thing has a, a very good chance of taking off and doing good. Now, they, it might take them another year or two to add some more people, good people, weed some things out, and do things like that. Uh, but I think two wins is, is going to be very tough, but I definitely think Bubba should expect to be competitive. Um, he, he's going to go to some of his better tracks. And I think, what are some of those better tracks?
0: Martinsville, Dover.
1: Yeah, he should go to Wait these reason. places, and he's probably going to look really forward to getting to these places. And confidence goes a long way, too. And he's going to have a lot of confidence to start the year. If he can, if he can come out of Daytona without Freddie wrecking him, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, his confidence will be high, and it will be a lot better. Hands, a lot easier down, do. hands
2: down, biggest challenge this team faces, as do a lot of teams, but this team team in particular, brand-new crew chief driver combo, brand-new team. No notes, essentially, right? That's why they're running Ty Dillon at the, the Bush Clash, I would assume, so they can get notes for when Bubba goes back two weeks later to run that road course. The biggest challenge they've got is no practice at the majority of the places we go other yeah. than eight tracks. And you're asking a guy to buckle into a race car he's never been in, work with a crew chief he's never worked with, and be in a situation he's never been in. And the good news is Bubba's cocky. So I think he mentally can be prepared to do that. But at the end of the day, when you get in that car and you're three tenths off, to start the race, whew, you're in trouble because you didn't yeah. have the ability to practice to get yeah. ready. So I think that's going to be a challenge. Mentally, mentally for Bubba, being patient with that process and, and not panicking on lap 10, knowing that there's 300 more laps to get it right, and knowing that you're coming back there in the fall, you need the notes, you can't crash the car because you're not running as fast as you want to be running. Like I think that's what's going to be the challenge yeah. for that race team.
1: Mile and a half, so I think, are going to be really challenging for him because that's a track that you either go trimmed out or you're for or you're down for us and you can go both ways and Bubba's gonna have to find what he wants again now. Uh but I I've it'll seen be, you
2: go both ways before. Like like some of those places you'd qualify bad, you'd run good,
0: you know. Race well. Yeah, we've uh we've been on
1: opposite ends of the spectrum.
0: Yeah, I just you know, obviously our in my opinion, our goal would be to get better every week. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You weren't listening. No, but it's fine. I, I heard you. I know yeah. what you said. I was gonna move past it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not gonna go TJ on you right there. Um <laughs> But anyway, our goal I think is just to get better throughout the season. Like you said, you know, you're gonna you're starting off, Brent, you know, the reason why we're running the, the clash next week, I'm gonna spot Mike Wheeler's gonna crew chief, we're gonna make sure, you know, one the, the we don't the first time we turn the radios on is in the duel, you know, or the practice. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're gonna get that lingo down. Know who I'm talking to on the box, whether it's it's Mike or Jr. our engineer. Um, You know, so that's reps for me, wheels, and our engineer crew to have even if Bubba's not there. And And I
2: I hate to say this, but I think that's a good wake-up call right off the bat for Bubba because Bubba's probably walking around with his chest out, can't wait to get in his car. I mean, it's his, quote, his car in the very first race out of the box. He's not driving it. I can see that bothering a guy because I've worked with drivers that I truly would have bothered. So for them to come to him and say, Bubba, you're not racing because it's going to make us a better team, and him having to accept that, I think that gets his thought process out of the box in the right spot because he's got to be – it's not about Bubba anymore, and he's made it about Bubba a lot of times in his career. Now it's about this race team, this manufacturer, this ownership group, and him. And and it, all all the pieces are in place. You just got to put the puzzle together.
0: Yeah. I mean, and if, I think you know people go back to this two win thing. If you go to Bubba and we if we make the say we make the, you know have a good year and make the playoffs and we don't win any races, and you go to Bubba and go, well, what about that two wins? He's not going to be all oh, this this year's a disappointment by any means because I didn't win those two races. That's a goal, you know. If you can manage your expectations and know what you're working with and pr- continue to progress, continue to get better, and, and put yourself in the right spot, I I don't see any reason why we can't contend for a playoff spot this year.
2: I agree, man, and I want to see that happen. I want to see Bubba win a race. Mm-hmm. I want to see you guys make the playoff and. Look in the, in the first half of the year, there's places I think you can win.
4: Next topic, Richard Petty says that from a logical perspective, running the Bristol dirt race is going backwards. Spot on, spot off Brett.
2: I don't know that it's going backwards. I think it's just stupid because there's so many dirt tracks in America that are amazing that are ready for us to show up and race and Bristol is that's not the case. We're going to show up and transform, which they've already started the process, transform a concrete track into a dirt track for several days of racing, two different series, a lot of different practice laps, qualifying, heat races, the actual race. That's that's a big unknown for me. And, and when you take the Cup Series product, this is the premier racing series in the United States of America, above F1, above IndyCar, above anything else that's out there from a viewership perspective. And we're rolling the dice. And I'm all about taking chances in sports. I think it's fun to do different things. You know, taking this series somewhere uh, to, a, to an awesome dirt track in America, I'm going to sign up and I'm going to go buy a ticket and I'm going to go watch it. I'm scared of what may happen here. I truly am. Because I watch the Chili Bowl and the racing seems to get worse all week. And it starts off awesome in a lot of, in a lot of ways. And then it gets worse because, A, the team's figured out right and b the track goes crazy and so what's gonna happen i'm not a, I'm not a dirt track guru Freddie like what what do you think happens here
0: so you know i I agree hundred percent what you talked about for one you're going to a place that was one is our best one of our best short tracks you know we have two great short tracks and now you've taken a date away from one of our best short tracks when the fans are crying for more short tracks to make this into a dirt race when you have places like Knoxville Eldora you know these you know, crown jewel Primo. dirt yeah, yeah dirt tracks we can have it at. But you know, I, I haven't seen exactly what the format's gonna be. I've heard heat races and I've heard rumors that the feet the race the, the main A main, whatever you want to call it, is gonna be two hundred and fifty laps. Do you know what a racetrack's gonna look like <laughs> after two hundred and fifty laps? It's gonna look like it did when we ran there in August. And you know how it's how long it's going to take it's to get g- that it's with gonna all the be cautions. It's gonna, yeah. The race is gonna be four hours long, yeah. Um, depending on how what the field looks like, but the it's the track is gonna completely rubber up and it's gonna by halfway, probably by 100 laps in, it's gonna be an asphalt race, you know. And that's, I mean, Eldora was like that too. I talked to Bubba, we actually had a meeting yesterday. TJ will laugh at that. Um, mm-hmm. but we were talking about that yesterday, and Bubba's like, when I ran Eldora. You're turning just like an you know, you're turning more to the left than you are to the right, which is complete opposite of probably ninety percent of the dirt races in the country. You know, and they were talking about even like, you know, maybe they're they're gonna run the uh super dirt late models at Bristol before we go. And they're talking about getting a ride, you know, rent and he's like, it's pointless. He's like, if you can find a street stock with a bunch of motor, go run that or something. But he's like the the, the you can get more out of the sims, the i racing, you know, the the manufacturer's sim. Then, then you're going to be able to like if you go run a super dirt late model. None of that that you learn is going to convert to what we're going to race on. So it's, you know,
1: is forty cars too many? TJ,
0: uh,
1: I've never seen a dirt race start forty cars. Forty four. Forty cars
0: would not be so bad if there wasn't such a disparity from twenty fifth to first. You know, for you know the drop off. I'm it, okay with the car count. I just don't.
1: Like he said, there's other facilities that are already. That's what they do. Um, Eldora has been pretty much prepping for a cup race for years now. That's what I just my opinion of. It. I think they've been doing this stuff, showing hey, we can put on a good show here. And I, I would have went to somewhere like Eldora and just ran a hundred lap race or something.
0: The product that Eldora put on the racetrack from the first year to the last year was way better you know like the first couple years it was single lane run around the top and then we all fought for the top we all ran on the wall the whole race and then as we went back and they they, tony and his crew there figured out how to make the track racy for our types of vehicles and the truck races got better and i think like you said i think they were preparing that was their their work up until maybe getting a cup date now when they get to the cup date you know they've got the the formula to make the track great but i don't think there's a dirt track in the country that you can make great for 250 laps i don't care where it is that's 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 a lot of laps with a lot of cars, and I don't know.
1: I like my biggest thing is you're taking away the, the Bristol. Yeah. I mean, Bristol's uh, it's one of the tracks that you see in the schedule. You're like, oh, Bristol, you know, it's sh- real fast, high bank, short track. Um This could work. This could be special. It
2: could be. But we're doing it in an environment that we've never been in, and try to do it. And Eldora was a science project going wonderful. wonderful, and it turned out wonderful. And we've taken all of. What we knew there and applying none of it to Bristol.
1: Yeah, I think Eldora should have been where the next project takes place.
2: Absolutely. If you put so. the Cup Series there, it, it could be the next big thing. You know. Oh man, it could this be an every another, year thing. This is another. But we're going into something with a lot of unknowns, and and man, I pray it doesn't end up being a show. Show.
4: Spot on, spot off. Chris Monez let go as Kyle Larson's spotter five days after being named spotter. How about TJ?
1: Uh, it's just a really touchy subject, but you got listen. You got to be careful with what you put out there. I don't really want to get into it too much, but um, you know, everyone, there. It's just a a different world we live in now, and you know, with with Kyle being under the spotlight, the last thing he needs is any more attention to anything. So,
0: I think I think we have to give a little backstory just in case people don't know. Yeah, I don't really want involved in this one. <laughs> don't know what happened. You know, uh, Monez got the deal. Great job, great deal for Monez. It was going to be a great opportunity for him. Um, coming away from Ty Dillon. Coming, coming from Ty Dillon, who's been out of business, or Jermaine <laughs> that went out of business. <laughs> Tide Dillon's out, <laughs> <of business too. laughs> out of business too. You're spot. I got a spot 30. for him Sunday, so or Tuesday, whatever day it is. Uh, we're going to win that one. By the way, um, anyway, so Mones got a great opportunity and um, announced it on his Twitter with a picture, and you know I am going to spot for Kyle Larson, and the the people at Twitter do what the people at Twitter didn't. They dug into his background and found some questionable tweets from his past or or questionable tweets that he liked. And uh called him out on it, and the powers that be at either Hendrick or Chevrolet decided that that maybe that wasn't the greatest fit and and I hate it for I hate it for Monez. I hate it for anybody in that position, but for one you know if you're gonna if you're gonna make that announcement from your ninety percent of the race fans, the guys that Monez spotted for, I would say ninety percent of the people that you know race fan wise and they didn't know who Chris Monez was or knew chris monez's Twitter handle. But when you tweet from that account and it starts getting action from, you know, the the NASCAR media, people are going to dive in. And and I think when you do that, you you better have your I's dotted and your T's crossed or this this is the stuff that's going to happen to you. And I I hate it for him, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, Good break for a guy like Tyler Mann who who got the Kyle Larson deal. Tyler's another young kid. He's been working his way up through the – through the ranks of Rick Ware Racing, and and
2: he's and, going from Rick Rick Ware to Rick Hendrick. That's never happened before. <laughs> no, he's that's that's uh, that's unprecedented. Larson is in, like TJ said, a sensitive situation, and, and Hendrick and and Larson hired Chris Monez. Okay, so then Chris Monez says, "Hey man, congratulations to me. Look at me. I'm Kyle Larson's spotter." And let's just say ten people on Twitter got mad about it and they dug into it, and they made a big deal out of tweets that he had liked, and they made a big deal out of his social media, okay? So who at Twitter oh – I man, I'm sorry. Who at Hendrick Motorsports, who at Kyle Larson's management group, who didn't do their job before this happened? That's my number one question because – Chris Monez wasn't hiding behind the person that he is. He wasn't hiding behind. He didn't go through his social media and clean all the stuff out, and then this come out that he's going to spot, and then somebody go, oh, well, he used to have this tweet that he liked and he deleted it. Like, that's not how this thing happened. Everything was already in front of you. And so there was a big error made on somebody's part, okay, and that's unfortunate that Chris Monez is the fall guy for this because he went through the interview process. He had the opportunity of a lifetime to spot for a highly sought-after driver in Kyle Larson, one of the best to hold a steering wheel in the world right now. And he lost that because it hurt 10 people's feelings that he clicked a tweet that either A, Donald Trump sent out or some political group sent out or he said whatever he said. I think this is a big message to people. Be careful because cancel culture will come after you. And when it does – it can be bad. It can be it can be career ending. For for Mones, thankfully, I think he's got something in the works that's gonna allow him to stay in the sport. Thank God, because he didn't deserve to lose everything he's got and lose his career over liking a tweet that wasn't I mean, that was politically motivated, but certainly doesn't make him a bad person. Let me you know what I mean.
0: Let me ask you this, Brett. Do you think that Chris Mones would have lost his job if his tweet said, I am so happy to announce I'm spotting for Ty Dillon again this year?
2: Absolutely not. He was already spotting for Ty Dillon when he did those things on Twitter and social media, and he was able to retain his job. I think it goes back to what you said, which was nobody for the most part knew who he was. I mean, look, there's a handful of high-profile spotters, and they're only only high-profile in a really small world, right? I mean, my followers on Twitter are less than 50,000. So, in the reality, that's not that many. You know what I mean? It's not like we're rocking millions of followers. But within the NASCAR world, there are people who know who we are. I mean, we've obviously got a freaking podcast. So, yeah, they're going to know who we are. Number one podcast in America, by the way. The world. But, the but world. It just it, the, the disappointing part for me is that some girl with purple hair sitting in her mama's basement that, you know, decided this hurt her feelings and she's going to go make a big deal out of it. And – it changes this whole guy's life because he liked tweet that Donald Trump sent. You out.
0: Better block her while we're sitting here.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know who it is, but tell me her name and I'll block her. Here's the reality, man. Again, if I had to guess,
0: she's already blocked. Again, Monez, Monez <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
1: guess too.
2: Mones didn't. And look, maybe he should have combed through his social media, you know, and maybe he didn't. He didn't think it was that bad. But this is an unfortunate uh, set of circumstances that have sent Monez and his career spiraling downhill. Uh, but for everybody that gets screwed, somebody else gets a shot, and in walks Tyler Mon, who once again, uh, nobody probably ever heard of him as a spotter. And uh, man, big opportunity for him. I think this is a, a limited deal. Uh, I think there's a bigger play for Larson long term from a spotting perspective, which we'll see how that plays out throughout twenty 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 two, not twenty twenty one. That's not right. But at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. when you're when you're a guy like Tyler Mon. What you're you're walking into an opportunity <laughs> to win a pile of races. Fast cars, motivated driver. Honestly, Tyler, my, my advice to you is don't fuck it up. Cuz you got the driver to make it all happen. Yeah. You can stand
1: up there and watch. I think this is going to this package is different than what Kyle when he got out. To me, this is a little bit racing's changed a little bit since he's been gone In my in, just from my side of things. The the Kyle Larson that excelled big time in me was the Kyle Larson that could move around and find that speed, you know, getting up by the wall. That that's a special ability to be able to get up there and make time doing that, and he has it. Um, There's not, we don't quite have that as much anymore. It's all kind of down
2: downforce tracks.
1: It's all kind of down to the car. It's really it's down to the car and and the spotter, depending on if you're offensive or defensive. Like we play defense a lot. We got out front. We play. We had to play defense. Parker gets out front. He drives away, uh, so it's going to be they're going to have to find that niche on what you know how that's going to work. So I, you know, I think it's still going to be a learning curve for Kyle. But he's obviously got tons of talent and adjust well to everything he gets in, and he's fast in everything. So well,
0: I mean, he hasn't been gone for ten years. He ran this package last year. Yeah, but I think it's just, I
1: think it's just different now <laughs> than like Hendricks come a long way in their package stuff too. There, that's all changed as well. So he's going to he'll adapt to it, but.
0: I, I, it's just going to be Chase's a little bit of
2: package was special at a lot of places.
0: Real special.
4: Next topic. NASCAR didn't answer Tony Stewart when he asked to run the clash and didn't tell him about the Bristol dirt race. Spot on spot off Freddie.
0: I mean, what a coincidence. This guy starts a, a racing series and, and his relationship with NASCAR. Isn't that great? Uh, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, I feel like, yeah, Tony and Ray are going to start this series But it doesn't seem to me like it's any kind of threat to NASCAR. Now, maybe their long-term goals are different, but they're running 10, 12 cars, whatever it is, at short tracks six times a year. Um, If I'm NASCAR and Tony Stewart wants to run in any race that I have, I'm going to answer the phone and try to do everything I can to get that guy on the track because he's probably the best natural talent race car driver I've ever seen. Um, Aside from that, you know, like we talked about Eldora – this is kind of a uh, a shot to Tony where, you know, Tony's been running this program forever at Eldor with the truck race, trying to get everything right and, and hoping to one day get Nick's Xfinity or a cup date, and they go and – all right, we're not going to Eldora next year and which Tony said was their, their decision. I'll give you know credit to him, but it's probably his decision because of what he knew was coming down the line with this, with this you know, when he sees, Oh, Bristol's getting a dirt race and I'm not, well then hell with you, I'm not you're not getting a truck race back or whatever. But you know, this, it's just uh, it's an interesting coincidence that this relationship's taken a turn for worse once Tony started his own series.
2: But here's the thing, George Pine is also behind this Tony Stewart thing. Guess who's George just guess who George's roommate was in college and best friend? Brian France. Like, there's, it's almost like there may be some underlying things here that we aren't privy to, right? But I mean, you're, you're 100% right. We said on this show last year, NASCAR was done at Eldora. When, when Eldora stopped following all the NASCAR entities, we knew what that meant. And, and I mean, that was last summer, I think, Jason, when we said that on the Mm -hmm. show that, hey, something, something's up here, right? So it it is unfortunate because Tony's still the team owner here in NASCAR, one of the best two time champion. Uh, I mean, look, not many guys can show up these days you know overweight and win races and tony stewart could do that and i mean these guys are animals now they're all athletes i mean i remember ricky carmichael coming in the supercross and changing motocross changing the whole game jimmy johnson came in from an athletic perspective training perspective did the same thing here guess what tony stewart still show up eating double cheeseburgers from mcdonald's to go out there and wear you out he just yeah. did
0: it last week i think two yeah, weeks ago won a sprint car race I didn't know you were a private
1: investigator. I was going to say, how do you
4: know, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Is there? Yeah, I mean, you know his that favorite was, foods. You didn't know was I, mean, the CIA? <laughs> I, mean. Jeez. I got ESPN. It stands for something different
0: <laughs> yeah. than the CIA. But. Yeah,
1: I, who knows how this all went down to? Maybe it was Bristol's idea, too. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe they wanted to try something different. But sounded like Fox
3: encouraged the idea. I read about that. I okay. was awesome. heavily encouraged.
0: Well, it's- I'm sure Fox and Bristol didn't tell NASCAR not to call him back when he asked about the clash. I it? just hate that <laughs> just hated
1: a guy that put so much into it trying to make the dirt stuff work and, and combine the two worlds just kind of got shut out a little bit on it. But hopefully the uh, – I mean, for our sake, hopefully Bristol goes really good.
4: Brad Keselowski's comments about racing in the Daytona 500. I'm about as excited as I can be knowing we're going to go out there and destroy a bunch of race cars. Spot on, spot off. Brett.
0: Cry me a river. (laughs) Brett, I mean, Jason, do you have some kind of crying baby uh, sound? Uh, uh,
2: (laughs) Sounds like Chloe. I mean, Brad Keselowski, poor guy. I mean, probably uh, barely making minimum wage out there. (laughs) Uh, Cup Series champion. Very talented race car driver, you know. I, I hate to see these guys. And look, I've been privy to some conversations in private about cup racing and plate racing with drivers that would not ever be made public. You know, I mean, I, I had one of the guys come to me and say, "Man, we're 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 the best at it," but it doesn't mean I like it. You know, it, it, it's dreaded by a lot of guys. But this is the Daytona 500, and this is the biggest race of the year. It's a huge opportunity for everybody to go out and showcase how hard they worked all winter. And, I mean, this is this is the reason I came back to spot this year. You know, I mean, when I was trying to figure out if I'm coming back or not coming back, I only came back for a chance to run this race. And I'm not guaranteed to be in this race with the situation I'm in with Kaz and College Racing this excites me. This is why I'm coming back and spotting 20 races this year, is to have a chance to participate in this one. It's special. If you can't understand that,
0: go home. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't – listen, if you don't want to race, ride around in the back for 200 laps, and we'll see you at the road course. If, if if you don't want to get in there and mix it, this is part of the game, you know. And and hopefully for Brad's sake this year, his teammate TJ doesn't drive a car through the back of him, and wipe him out of the Daytona 500. I mean, just hope, I'm just hopeful for that.
1: I think I don't think you're. Uh, I think what Brad means is that, you, like Brett says, you go there and showcase all your hard work. Really now, these Daytona 500 cars aren't as much as fine tuned as what they used to be. You know. We used to go down there, and you could tell the guys that, you know, there was just more to it then. now with the rolls package that we got, there's 25, 30 cars that could get up there and lead the pack, in, you know, you know, a handful of years ago. It was kind of narrowed down. You could tell the guys had stronger cars. They could, they could kind of they could manipulate the draft more, control more things. And you give a guy like Brad and, or Joey or even Dell Jr., when I was working with him, give him a fast car, it's going to um you just you can you can work you can do more with it. But I think uh I think, you know, like last we got taken out of the Daytona 500 because Ross Chastain with a big run tried to go to the bottom or him and Priest got into it for really, I mean I I've never seen you uh, be your fault. Never. Like, yeah. all these well, that wasn't our fault at all. We hadn't, we were just riding the High Line. Uh, we actually got hit by Danny. season
4: hasn't even started yet. Maybe 2020. I just think different. there's I've not. I've
0: just
1: never seen TJ ha- cause anything to go wrong. No, we
2: don't.
3: We don't. Ever. I just not don't. at Daytona, especially. <laughs> the road course or the oval. Speaking of Daytona, <laughs> what's the next topic? Well, one thing someone else is being called a crybaby. Joey Gase is doing a media availability, apparently, and he's calling drivers that complain about him and the backmarkers crybabies.
2: Well, I'd have to be called a crybaby myself then because no. I wish he would get the he f- said out of the way.
1: You say he said drivers. I know, but if I were,
2: I don't <laughs> care he what wants he said. just to
4: insert himself in a I don't thing. care what he said.
2: Get the f*** <laughs> out of the way.
0: Like, all right, if I'm Joey Gase... I am gonna keep my mouth shut because I don't want anybody to know who I am. Because if you're, why are in, we even talking about Joey Gates if, right now? Because he's got this twi- His comment well, just came out. I just, just my started. Twitter just blew up because of it. Um, but like, just be quiet. If the best thing you could do if you're driving a Rick Ware car is nobody have any idea who
2: the hell you so, are. So when you walk into Applebee's and, and the server says, "Hey, uh, how are you guys doing? What are y'all in town for?" and you go, "Oh, we work in NASCAR. We're a spotter. Who do you spot for?" Oh, Joey Gates. <laughs> You want her to say well, Who's that?
0: Yes, that's <laughs> if I'm Joey Gates. That's exactly what I want because the only way if you're Joey Gates you're making news is if you're saying something stupid on uh, some kind of interview, or if you wipe out a lead lap car. That's the only way you're nobody's going to know who you are. Anybody's going to know who you are. So uh, if the best case scenario is BBJ McLeod, nobody knows who's your, that. Your name doesn't come out in the middle of a race, or that you wiped out the leaders. Oh God! I mean, some guys look. Joey chooses
1: the race that way. We all know when we catch him. There's the we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but you just got wants to be I mean, on your door. <laughs> he's just one of them guys. I mean, it, it, you
0: choose to be like
1: that or not. I mean, it, it stinks to be that way. But here comes Joey Gase. Good luck.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you say here comes Joey Gase ever in your career, just get off the roof. Quit right now. (laughs) No, I mean, like, here you're catching him. Oh, you're catching him. Because if he's catching you, it's over. No, I don't mean like here he comes. Like, here (laughs) he comes. You talk about managing expectation of two wins. If I have to tell Bubba Joey Gates is coming, we both quit tomorrow. I told Elliot one time (laughs) we were racing and uh, we were in the 21
2: car and and Hut Strickland was in the 90 car. Joey Gates wasn't wasn't born yet. I was like, clear behind the 90. (laughs) (laughs) After race, he said, I swear to God,
1: if you ever say that to me again, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think we've all had moments like that when you some guy passes you that you don't really, you don't really expect her. When they do, it's kind of like Clint probably had a moment last year when I said clear behind the
0: forty three. <laughs> 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 Just follow us to the front; it'll be fine. Oh, oh God!
4: All right, Dale Junior says on the NBC preview show that Joey Logano and TJ haven't gotten these Daytona five hundred results that he expected since they paired up. TJ, what do you think?
1: I mean, if we could stop getting wrecked before the end of the race, I think we'd have an okay shot at Freddy's it. Freddie's face, right? <laughs> I mean, we, if we finish a race, our average. So finish, whose fault is it? that You are wrecking? it's not yours? No, no. We have not been. Re- we have not caused. We have not caused a wreck that's taken ourselves out in the five hundred. Like this is a what
2: is this, Freddy? This is TJ's plate races since yeah. he joined Logano. <laughs> so in two thousand twenty. And I'll give you that it was 2020 a screwed up year. twenty six. I bet Joey Gase beat you in one of the races. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Quinn Huff, Quinn Huff for sure beat us in some of them.
2: Not
0: that they did. remember Quinn Huff in the Daytona 500 last year. You yeah. remember when he blocked us oh, like yeah. three times yes. going into turn yeah. one? I yeah. awesome. him head on in
1: the backstretch. <laughs> right. When we finish a race, it's our average is like two point three or something like that. But that's the this is the thing though. Like this is everybody two out of the last eight you finished. Yeah, that's, that's pretty about solid. right. <laughs> That's pretty solid, man.
0: Hey, he did win some duels. I'll give
1: you that. We've won a duel almost every year. We've won. They don't count. I won yeah, some just, of them. They don't count. I wish uh, they did count. <laughs> if we can get to the front, like and, and not get wrecked, we're competitive with it. But it's all just what about, about luck. your buddy Dell Junior calling you out right here? What do you got to say to him? I'm not really worried. Then he tells. Then he said he felt like we were. It was our time to. He felt like we were going to be the up there race for the win, did he not? Jason leaves I think that so. part of And that then know. and then then he left uh, then he leaves it with us being his pick. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. So he MF'd you and then he kissed your ass. That's yeah awesome. I'll let him I know where he lives. Um yeah. But it's just gotta survive, man. I mean, look at the end of these plate races. Look at Ryan Newman. This
2: guy was not up front at all no. last year. And he was in the best position anybody on that last restart.
1: And and that was because he was smart enough not to get wrecked, TJ. hundred percent. Yeah, or in the right spot when it happened. I mean, John Hunter Nemechek almost won Talladega too. He was going to win Talladega and told Blaney, "Hung a right." Uh, but hey, he did what he had to do. But there's
2: this is why I say on Keselowski, you don't come crying to me about this. This is the most exciting weekend of the year from Thursday to Sunday. My friend, our friend KJ Harrett, the Cosmopolitan, she was texting me two weeks ago. She said, "Hey, I'm coming to the Rolex. I can't wait. I've never been to Daytona." And I said, "Why are you wasting that trip on the Rolex?" Well, I just don't think I want to do Daytona this year. Everything's not open. I said, listen to me. From Thursday at noon until Sunday night at midnight. That is my four favorite days in all of NASCAR because we have five races. And let's be honest, that truck race is freaking insane. It's insane. The Xfinity race, if it's not 100 degrees outside, is going to put on the best show of
1: the year because their rules package is phenomenal. Minus the tandem. Minus the being in a lock bumpers. And then
2: we got the Daytona 500, by the way, on the last day. Like, you you have to experience this. And she texted me last night, and she said, I've thought about what you said and I'm coming to the Daytona 500, yeah. and I'm, I'm bringing my niece with me, and I say, K.J., this is – and then look, I love crowds. I want there to be 150,000 people there cooking bacon, drinking beer, right? I really do. But this is kind of a cool experience because you can come experience the best four days of the year and not be in huge crowds. You can go to restaurants. You can get hotel rooms. I know I wish we were sold out, but we're not, thanks to this stupid COVID China crowd.
1: But this is, this is – there's no better four days of racing in the world. It's a good speed weeks is always fun. You and in an the evening there's even more racing. If you want to go watch short track racing, you leave the big track. You go the little track. Um, it, it's always speed weeks has always been some of my favorite time. are probably I mean you go all winter, you're ready to go racing, and you go to Daytona, you go down there, and there's just so much racing going on. It, it's honestly
4: they already started with
1: yeah, yeah. speed weeks been going on for yeah. two weeks basically, and uh, it, it's probably my two favorite weeks of the year. Getting started going and stuff, but yeah, I mean. The Rolex is fun, by the way. It, it's a good event. If we could take, if you were it is gonna, not fun to spot, no, I'm saying if you could take <laughs> a camper and just go and chill out for three, four days. I mean, it, that's a fun event. But if it's, it's not,
2: normal next year, I am doing
1: that. It is nothing like, it is nothing like the Daytona 500 weekend. Nothing like it.
2: The Ferris wheel in the middle of the infield, the fireworks, the, the Dude, parties. that thing you will fall off the
1: Ferris wheel. I forward. did uh three A. M. to eight A. M. and that Ferris wheel I still, I got caught. Stay I'm like,
0: hmm. Oh look at that. I lost the year I did the Rolex, I lost my car no less than ten times in that <laughs> graveyard shift because there's so much stuff going on in the infield, you're like Look at yeah. that first. Where the hell is my car? At? There's 80
2: of them out there. It is ridiculous. Have you ever spotted that race? <laughs> the whole time I was up there, yeah, I've spotted. The
1: whole time I was up there, I was like, man, I gotta hurry up. Hooter's last call's coming up by <laughs> They gotta let me go. I had me and me and uh, Tony Hirschman were on the same car. So we you uh, guys were teammates? Like, oh yeah. You guys, you guys who love to tell
2: the whole roof on how to
1: spot, y'all, what y'all do? <laughs> talk, tell each tell other, other trick tricks? Well, so, we're no listen to this. We're in practice. And I, I'm spotting our car, this this Lexus and this guy this one of the and it's the some cars are better on the banking some cars are better in the infield just different speed variations well this guy is just being a complete tool to race around and he just keeps hanging out like on the company just go back off or go you pick you know and i'm like harsh look at this guy and he goes hook him i'm like well, last time i did that you yelled at me <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had, had a lot of Yeah, oh, it was harsh yeah uh, we've had a lot of funny moments like that but it was it was a good time and the two most omniscient spotters on the roof
2: on the, the same team. You can't spell that. There ain't wow. no chance. O-M-N-I-S-C-I-E-N-T. Did you I look that up?
0: I doubt it. No, there's no way. I,
2: did, I didn't touch That's,
0: my phone. Just because you he said, it, just because you here, said yeah. it confidently does not mean, mean that you, you know, know that was yeah. correct spelling. Well, I, feel, I yeah. feel good Or about
4: that you said it the right way.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I feel good about all three of those. There's some ancillary <laughs> meetings. Do y'all know Hugh? You, you know my friend Hugh?
3: Hugh can all kiss my ass. We got something very exciting coming into Door Bumper I'm Clear in 2021.
2: Mike Davis called me, I think about a week ago, and he said, I want to I want to do something new with Door Bumper Clear. I want to take out a segment that you guys have had in for a while and produce it with a segment or replace it with a segment that is hands down going to be the best thing to ever happen to Door Bumper Clear. And I was like, Mike, well, tell me what that means. And he says, well, we're bringing back... One of the most popular things to ever happen with Dirty Mo Media, which started on the Dell Jr. Download, even with Dell Jr. wasn't on it, and it's called Reaction Theater. TJ knows a hell of a lot about Reaction Theater. Oh, yeah. Because he used to be a part of the show back in the day when he'd just drop in and be a part of the podcast. But, um, you fans, you're going to be able to get involved in Door Bumper Clear in a way that has never been offered until now.
1: Yeah. Originally, uh, the Dell Jr. Download listeners, um, Loved this and man, there were some great reactions to, <laughs> and you can, you can, uh, the best part about it is you can actually get a sense on how people really feel because you can hear them. So, uh, it's a great segment looking really forward to hearing Brett and Freddie get blasted on this, uh, <laughs> cause I'm sure it's probably going to happen. There is no chance I get blasted more than you get blasted. people hate oh, you now. Can we
4: make this a competition?
2: Oh, you,
1: you'll get blasted more. Well, you are not. You don't have a full schedule, so no. I got more opportunity. When, it when, doesn't matter. They, from, didn't, they never blasted they, his spotter. Yeah. You, you went from the most loved spotter on the roof to the most
0: hated. That's okay.
4: If you guys need some it. things to blast bread about, I got you. Don't worry. So we should make this a competition who gets blasted the most.
0: Oh, here's the deal. You leave us an audio message, and we'll play the best runs reacting to whatever happened in NASCAR that weekend um, you can do whatever you like most of you cuss Brett on a regular basis he can't see it because he has you blocked you can commend me for when me and Bubba win our two races this year uh, and you could talk to TJ about how many times he's wrecked Bubba or anybody else when he denies it um, You can ask us questions, but just either way, leave us your unfiltered reactions.
2: I just hope that there's this one belligerent fan that stands out the most and makes every freaking show.
1: That's what I hope. I hope there's... You'll have those. Yeah. We used to get songs written and people would sing into them and stuff. It, like I don't know if Jason has heard any of it or- We've got a little clip here I, in a little bit. I just
0: uh, want to know if they're going to be able to realize, you know, recognize our voices when <laughs> me and you do were the they made, call in Big Al? They're <laughs> going to hear the waitress at Big Al's like, you guys want another bucket?" <laughs> Screw you, Brett. <laughs> 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 do
1: they if they call if they call right when something happens or you know right and they're still fired up? <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> so here's the deal: to leave an audio message,
2: this is what you got to do. You go to Anchor backslash door bumper clear and click the message icon we'll play the best ones each and every week on the show and we're going to make sure we tweet facebook and instagram out this link too so make it easy on you but again it is anchor.fm
3: backslash door bumper clear Oh, I can't wait. And now, I had the privilege <laughs> of going back through four years worth of these calls and listening to some really good ones. Bless oh, So, here is a preview of what's coming this it's year Tim to guy? DVC. Do you, did that ring a bell? I don't remember names, but okay. like, I bet I'll you'll be recognize a, I'll them. know it. All right, here we go.
0: Time now for reaction. Theater.
1: Reaction theater. It is back.
0: This, by far, was the most popular portion of the Dale Junior Download. It is returning. It is time now once again for reaction theater.
3: You now, Mike Davis, you want to keep my message brief and to the point? Well, f- that man, I am so pissed off right now. Who gives a flying to f- one? I really don't give a damn that Denny Hamlin won. He's a f- Fred, hey! <laughs> can't say that about Denny.
0: you <laughs> oh my God! 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 I
2: can't! I can Oh! Oh my God! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Jesus Christ! Bull!
0: <laughs> race! NASCAR! F- up the end! They should have never f- pulled up the yellow flag. Five beers.
3: I don't know about you, but I boo the 22. <laughs> oh, by the Logano fans. <laughs> Bust out their clown shoes, if the yellow didn't fly, wouldn't be a win for you,
4: but everything will be alright, when it comes case time and you
3: lose,
2: Jimmy Johnson screw you too. I looked around in the stands and find a Paul Menard fan I can shout out, but hell, I couldn't find any. fan's <laughs> <laughs> like trying to
3: find a unicorn ranch worn by leprechauns. Can't find any of <laughs> them. Get them hell down. No thanks to you stupid ass. Get you some Whoa. damn pins. We can't be losing positions because <laughs> you got a PP, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Are you ready, kid?
2: <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, stuck in the bathroom and can't hold his pee. T J majors. Before the at the track is he. T J
0: majors. The beer drinking buddy is something you wish. T J majors. All you will hear is a flush and a swish. T J majors. <laughs> yeah. T
1: Cause J majors. Because I would piss like three times a race. T J
2: majors. <laughs> T. J. Still T J
0: majors.
2: TJ Majors! I don't know if TJ's ego is going to be able to
1: handle this. It may deflate him <laughs> down to nothing.
3: <laughs> oh, boy. TJ,
1: remember those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. There's so many other songs that that Dado guy is hilarious. I
0: can't believe that one guy talked <laughs> about Denny. I wanted to find him.
4: I thought it was you, honestly, at first. No,
0: no, not a chance. Denny's the greatest. Denny is the greatest. <laughs> I agree.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to see Denny do well this year. <laughs> yeah, I bet.
4: All right, time for the offer pad question of the week. What's your favorite room in your house and why? Freddie? Uh,
0: I don't know.
2: I, guess. I just took out my dining room table and I've converted. I was going to convert it into like a pub. And the kids got involved, and now it's being converted into what's called the RPG room. And Bodie named it that, and I don't oh, know why.
1: Role-playing game room. RPG. But none, nonetheless,
2: mm-hmm. is that what what it is? Role-playing game, yeah. Yeah. So it's the RPG room, which I'm worried about for my daughters now that you've told me what it stands <laughs> for. <laughs> I
3: was about to say, uh, you're allowing this?
2: Well, it's either that or a rocket-propelled grenade, which I don't think is that. I don't think that's good for the house either. No. Uh, so we've got this couch I bought that reclines on both ends. That This is this. a
1: very bad idea, Brett. I, There's nothing good I'm about I'm not liking it. where this story's
2: going. No, me neither. Um, Stop. But I got these cool shelves ordered. <laughs> this is a bad idea, too, <laughs> to put some of my bourbons on that are really hard to get. Oh, Somebody sent me an E.H. Taylor Rye last the year the camera going? <laughs> and I'm going to put that E.H. Taylor Rye up there with it, but um, – it's becoming my favorite room in the house, and I used to never go in my dining room, and now I'm in this Jake. role-playing game. I don't have never been inside. in your dining room. Where's where is to... your dining room? Yeah. Oh, I know where it is. You're, right. you're going to find it now, because you <laughs> and I Brett's are going to be drink gonna drinking bourbon. Be perched up on this couch. <laughs> yeah. so we're gonna so be sitting there. there. going to
1: say, we'll be in there <clears> holding court, making sure
2: nobody <clears throat> comes
0: in there with no role-playing.
1: <laughs> you and uh, <laughs> Brett and Freddie on um, Brett's ca- casting couch now. Your porridge. Oh so, so good. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thanks, offer pad, for for
2: uh, letting me decide that my soon-to-be favorite room in my house is now getting torn down. I
0: don't. I guess my favorite room would be my kitchen, just for the fact that I'm always in there cooking something. But you look like it. <laughs> oh, walked right into that one.
1: It better be your office now that you got access to all that data. Yeah. I just knew <laughs> for sure, Freddie. Like I knew, just I just knew
2: that you were going to lose weight having COVID. Like I just I mean you couldn't taste nothing. C- so There's I no need to go eat. anywhere.
3: <laughs> I couldn't go
0: anywhere. I couldn't breathe.
3: It was kind of tough to do anything. (laughs)
1: Listen, if I get it, I'm going to eat a lot of broccoli and asparagus and stuff like that.
0: I'll tell you, (laughs) I wish that my my loss of taste only lasted. I wish it would have lasted like two months because- I didn't want to eat nothing while I was because there was no point. Megan's like she's like, oh, I didn't get the everything bagels. I got the plain bagels. I'm like, guess what? They're all plain <laughs> at this point. Like it doesn't really matter, <laughs> you know. Uh, but like two days later, I had everything back, and I was like, well, great. Now I'm going to oh, eat all yeah. the time and just sit here do nothing for kind of wings two you want, Freddie? I'll take the atomic ones this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Gluck Gluck gave me a great idea because he, he texted me right after I I said it on Twitter that I had it, and he's like, you really need to do like just sit down and eat the most ridiculous stuff you can find and like film it and put it out for content. Oh, Oh, that's and what I was And I was going to do it's it, like, you know, like a, take a bite out of an onion. But then literally, like, before I could even do it, I had my taste back. I was like, well, I'm not doing that now. <laughs> the hell with that. But, yeah, I, but that would have been fun for sure. And I wish I had, had it longer. So I could have lost some damn weight, but I didn't. I just knew you were going to come out of that deal skinny. Yeah, I just knew you're <laughs> a- <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
2: Oh, all right, TJ. What's your
0: favorite <laughs> room? Uh,
1: man, it's probably my office right now. That's where I do all my day trading. Day
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Data> <laughs> and day trading, TJ. No, new I room. will say
1: this: it wasn't. It didn't used to be my living room, but it probably is now because um, my wife bought it. Bought us a new couch, and it's from uh, Crate and Barrel, maybe something like that. That's an expensive couch. Yeah, oh, it's mm, super it's day trading. What's nah, it? she bought it, not me. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she uh, bought this new couch, and I would never, I barely even sat on my couch before. And since we got this new one, I'll watch all the Bills games in there. Like, I can, it's super comfortable. So, that's probably my favorite room now. Didn't used to be. What's your favorite room? Your nursery?
4: No, she doesn't sleep in there yet. We're working towards it. Uh, probably the living room floor. Where the f-
1: does she sleep?
4: In our room. What? You're supposed to do that until six months. You're
1: crazy. Six months? Six minutes. No. Six minutes. Now she's getting gotten used to your smell and you're screwed. Yeah, you're done. You need to move her on out. We were we were able to use that you know that wedge thing they used to be able to use and they said you couldn't use them anymore? Yeah. We always just wrapped her up and set her in that wedge thing and she didn't move all night. But now I guess they can twist and stuff and there's all these rules that you
4: have to follow.
1: Yeah, terrible. Yeah, because they had them back with Indians and stuff too. All right. Well, that's <laughs> thanks, OfferPad, for ruining
2: my day. I love you guys. Thank they the good news is OfferPad. We've done such a great job. They came back this year.
0: They did. They love us. We love them. We love them a ton. We're we love gonna love them even more tonight. We love man. them even more tonight.
2: Yes.
4: Is this something? What?
0: Keep <laughs> wow. Making. Keep the show on. Hour tonight. in, you're starting to catch on. All
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump in the fast lane where we put the guys against each other in a speed trivia competition. Let's see who can answer these racing, middle school, and other random trivia questions correctly.
0: Why do you gotta throw the middle school in there? Like, just so people understand. Game. Game. I, I hope they asked me how many from. stage points I got last weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where'd you start Sunday? I got it. Yep. <laughs> at
1: <TJ>. Big Al's.
4: <laughs> TJ, you're at first.
1: Oh, awesome.
4: Joey Logano has finished in the same position in two of the last three Daytona 500s. Which position is it?
2: 17. I just told him that and he nope. still missed it. it, wasn't, it was here.
4: How many Daytona Xfinity Series season openers has Junior Motorsports won in the last seven years? Three. <laughs> what direction does the Nile River flow? North. What is another name for an Academy Award? An Emmy? What number doesn't have its own Roman numeral?
3: Seven. All right, you got one out of six. What solid. was the Roman numeral question? Zero. Zero. Uh, uh, no, what was oh, I didn't hear the question.
4: What, uh, what number doesn't have its own Roman numeral? <laughs> oh, okay,
3: because I like Roman numerals. So Joey's what? finished fourth in two of the last wow. three 500s. JRM's once five of the it's last seven uh, Xfinity arm. openers. Oh, wow. I like Roman numerals. And an Oscar's another name too. for uh, Academy Award. Oh, it's close. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I couldn't have, I couldn't have differentiated oh, but dang it. dang it. was either one or, that or the other. All right, Brett's
2: turn.
4: Brett, you better know him? this first question.
2: So Jeb Burton just sent me a video, and they're sticking needles in his leg.
4: Acupuncture? Is that
2: him yelling? I, I hope so. Hmm. I hope it's him Is he yelling?
4: This is why we can't finish on time. <laughs> Brett.
3: Do you pick her? Yeah.
2: I don't
0: think that's the. I yeah, think that's I the wrong video. Yeah, well, wrong video, <laughs> yeah.
4: Brett. I'm not really sure what was no, playing that's there. It.
2: That's it. Oh, uh, I'm gonna tell him he just made DBC. Is he on your couch? Get out of! <laughs> <and> shut up!
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> 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 Hurry oh. up! We got nine
1: minutes. I gotta get my daughter. We gotta babysit. Let's go. I do. Right. You better. Oh, get sorry. This. I gotta get it together over here.
4: <laughs> okay. Better get this one first. One. This first one, right? Ready?
2: they Are that hard? Ready? Go.
4: Denny Hamlin has won two of the last three Daytona 500s. Where did he finish the year he didn't win?
2: Well, that's bull crap. Oh, I know it. Uh, second. I'm close.
4: How many consecutive Daytona Xfinity Series races has Chevy won?
1: Say that again. How many races have you won in a row at Daytona? It's in a, it's in a row, three.
4: Name an ocean that is not the Atlantic or the Pacific.
1: The
2: Balsamic Sea. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> how you say it. It's wrong.
4: Okay. Uh, in the process of mummifying someone, what organ is left inside the body? Where did you... Okay.
0: Don't
3: say it. I don't think Just, I should say it. Something else. <laughs> wrong. I don't think I should say it. They're hard. I'll give it to you fine. That's right.
4: How many moon phases does the moon have?
1: <laughs>
3: Good luck.
2: Moon phases? Yeah. Four.
3: Wrong. Damn, I felt confident about that. Uh, you also got one out of six. Denny finished third the year he didn't. He wrecked um, that's when me and Bubba
0: wrecked each other to so finished finishing oh, yeah. all that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I remember that now. Oh, Chevy's yeah, won. you guys <laughs> got in a fight. Seven <laughs> did x yeah. Series races at Daytona. Seven. Uh, you could have said the Indian Ocean, the Arctic Ocean, not the balsamic ocean. <laughs> That's a lot of balsamic. <laughs> That's a lot of vinegarette. And the moon has eight phases. <laughs> oh,
0: dang, I should have doubled it. Uh, Freddie,
4: I can tell you're going to get all of these wrong.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I if love you the, get two, you win. I love so, the faith. There's no chance of answering those questions. There's no chance of getting <laughs> hurry here to up, Freddie.
1: I gotta go. Go, I'm ready.
4: Where did Bubba Wallace finish last year's Daytona 500? 15th. How many times did DLG win the season opening Xfinity series race? Twice. What country invented tea?
0: England. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Name one secondary color
0: uh, green.
3: Yeah,
0: you got it. that's a complete guess.
4: <laughs> What numerical value results from two to the fourth power?
0: Uh, eight, 16, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say 16. Freddie, congratulations,
3: good. you won, as usual. That, that first question, where that did That first question come That's BS. that's
1: that is garbage. Just keep I kiss, wrecked just on the last keep kissing lap. kissing so. his ass, Jason. I
3: gave him harder ones to,
1: the rest all of the No, you life. didn't just keep, just keep
2: DBC picks.
1: Kissing his butt. I know. Those were way easier than what me and Brett had.
4: Oh, poor DBC picks is back for a sixth season. This is the dumbest it, thing hey, we've ever done. The new this defending right champion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> whoop, whoop. I
0: mean, kicked your ass in this stuff last year, too. Everybody I pick, Rex. <laughs> who is Ware? What? Who's Co- this Ware guy? Cody. Cody, bro. Rick's kid. Yeah. Rick's boy. Oh, okay. Who's going first? You're taking him? TJ. He should be who song. you
4: got for Daytona?
2: Uh. Why is the Alfredo noodle guy on here? Is he driving something? Yeah, yeah 38 where have f- you been? Full time.
0: Brett, don't watch nothing. What's he driving? Thirty eight full time. How the hell did he get that? Oh my gosh, uh, where have mine. you been? I didn't know that. You tweet all the
2: time. I don't watch. Retweet. I mean,
4: honestly, like you I, are on Twitter. It is
2: the off season.
4: Fans know your life story. That means don't follow
2: NASCAR for me. So all, I did not know all all that my guy was running 100. the five hundred. No, no, he's running select road course. Well, he's on the list. I was. Uh, that's another story we should have got to. So Alfredo is full-time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All right. All right, I'll take – There's our... a
0: guy running the 500 that's not on there. Who? Oh, your boy.
2: Oh. oh. You got your spot <laughs> I'll
0: take uh, Ryan Newman. I will take Austin Dillon.
2: Dang, y'all coming out with the big guns. I'm going to go with a guy that has no chance of winning. I'm just kidding. Uh, actually, he doesn't have a chance. Cascaralla. Uh, Joey Case <laughs> Anthony Alfredo.
3: What? You just found out he has a I think he I just wanted know. to say <laughs> his name again.
0: He just found out three seconds ago he's driving. All right. All right. This is the guy I'm going with.
4: Thank you to our incredible presenting sponsor, Offerpad. And as always, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to tweet, tell us, share, comment, leave us a rating, and review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends.
0: Yeah. We'll see you in Daytona. We won't be yeah. hard to find. No. We're in the same spot always. Apparently, <laughs> apparently you're going to be able
1: to see Freddie first. <laughs> Can't miss him. He's the only guy that gains weight during Corona. Love you guys. We out. Holla.
4: Have a great week.
1: Thanks for the first show. We'll see you more this year.
4: Hopefully they love us back.
3: Executive producer, Mike Davis. This podcast is directed and produced by Jason Schultz assistant producers Leah Vaughn and Tyler Anderson. Videography by Alex Tims. Special thanks to Kyle Rush and Wendy Impagliazzo. Follow us on all social media platforms at Dirty Mo Media. You can find all episodes of Door Bumper Clear plus video clips, exclusive merchandise and other original content at DirtyMoMedia.com.